Today, we're talking about how you can best take care of yourself now that we're coming out of COVID. Are you ready? Because it's time. Holy nuclear time bombs! Holy overeating! Holy roller coasters! It's time! It's time! It's time for the Lion Sidekick Podcast! <laughs> Hello, heroes. My name is Tom Pounder, and you are listening to the YM Sidekick Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about tips and tools and how to do ministry more effectively in this very digital and online world. And today I'm really excited to have Christopher Wesley back on. Chris has been on my podcast numerous times, and it's always great talking with him. And today we're talking about uh, how to take care of yourself, a little mental health stuff, because we are finally coming out of COVID. There's light at the end of the tunnel. And we realize that we are pretty messed up. <laughs> we have we have established some really bad habits and we are doing things that we're not taking care of ourselves. And as we are coming out of it, we're it's becoming more and more clear that how unhealthy we are. So Chris and I talk um, about what it looks like to take care of yourself and how you can best do that today. So I'm really excited to have him on. So without any further ado, let's get in the interview right now with Christopher Wesley. All right, with me right now is my friend Christopher Wesley. Chris, how are you, man? I am hanging in there, Tom. It feels like it's been too long since we've had these uh, recorded conversations you call I, podcasts. I know because right now, the last time we were just talking about baseball, net, but now we're in the throes of baseball season, and your Yankees. Well, my Nats. I wasn't expecting much from them this year, but your Yankees are kind of teetering on. Wh- what's going on with them? Uh, I don't know. I think uh, I, you know, I. I don't know. Um, that's all I got to say. Is it, <laughs> you know, thank God it's not the 60 uh, uh, game season this year. That's all. That's all I got to say with that. So That's true. There's plenty of time to get it all worked out. Um, mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I do love seeing the fans in the stands, though. That It is awesome like that. So Agreed. Agreed. Okay, Chris. Well, you've been on the podcast numerous times, uh, but in case somebody hasn't uh, met you before or heard you, uh, to share a little bit about your background. Uh, yeah, my name's uh, Chris Wesley, and I am a uh, the founder of Marathon Youth Ministry, an organization that works with ministry leaders to help them rediscover their joy. And we do that through offering coaching and cohorts that uh, focus on professional and personal development. Um, and then I also uh, am a full-time youth minister at a local uh, parish in uh, the Baltimore area. And uh, yeah, uh, and then you know, do a whole bunch of other things on the side from my own (laughs) podcast to, you know, running and and so forth. But yeah, that's who I am. Yeah. If you've never checked out Chris's site, marathonyouthministry.com, you need to, he's got tons of coaching stuff. He's got some cohorts and uh, some other things on his site. So uh, definitely go and check it out. I'll include the links on the show notes, but I do. It's kind of funny because we're going to talk about mental health a little bit. And I'm going to be honest, like, you look great, man. Like nobody can see you. I can see you here, but you look great. And so you must be doing something right with your mental health after the year that we've had or the year and a half that we've had. So let's talk a little bit about mental health and, and your background. So just get us started on on why you're passionate about this right now and what you're thinking about. Yeah, I, I appreciate you th- think I look great and everything. Um, meanwhile, the house is burning behind me, everybody. No, I'm just kidding. Um, and sort of not. Uh, but, 
Yeah, I, I've gotten passionate about mental health because uh, let's just face it, the last year has been so messed up. Um, and, um, and, you know, there have been periods where I thought I was okay. And then all of a sudden it's like, you know, Tom, I'm on the floor crying, like just wondering what the heck is going on and where, you know, where God is in, in all these things. But um, I think what has helped me get through this is the fact of, of being okay with not being okay. Mm-hmm. Right. And realizing that um, there are just going to be, we're, we're broken people, uh, people who are in need of healing. And that um, if we're going to really uh, not just get through life, but evangelize and bring people to the Lord, that um, we have to be okay with our own authenticity and our own um, brokenness. And, and so in the last year, um, I've been talking to a bunch of friends who I know are in the mental health field. I've got a good friend who does research at Harvard for PTSD, um, you know, and uh, just, you know, my wife who is in HR and I were behavioral health um, uh, and behavioral science junkies. And so we've just uh, been looking at a lot of just different research trends in and outside of the church. And it really comes down to the fact that, um, you know, no matter how you are doing physically coming out of this pandemic or even in this pandemic, um, that there's a lot of, uh, we, we have to do the check engine light test on ourselves and really um, ask the question, is everything good underneath the hood? Um, and I didn't mean for that to rhyme, but you know, there yeah. you go. <laughs> no, th- this is great to hear because again, again, for we've been isolated. I, again, I know all, when we're recording this right now, we're coming out of the, the light is at the end of the tunnel. You know, things are improving. Cases are going down. People are meeting back in person more and more regularly. You don't have to wear your mask uh, in a lot of states still in a lot of places. But that doesn't mean that things are going okay. I mean, I, I literally like two weeks before we're talking right now, I literally had another breakdown. I mean, and, and like things are improving, things are good, but internally uh, there's still so much messed up um, that's happened over the past year. So when you when you talk about the check engine light stuff, and when you what are some of the questions that you're asking that someone could be because if they're feeling all weird and and not healthy in some way, like what, what are the kind of questions that we should be asking of ourselves? Yeah. I mean, the first question that we need to be asking ourselves is, um, you know, how, what's our relationship with God look like right now? You know, um, cause even if things are good and you're not talking to God, you know, you, you're, you're kind of playing with fire, right? It's like getting in the car without the seatbelt and, um, you know, like you might have a smooth drive and everything like that. But um, if you don't have that accountability, that safety, you know, uh, then it really is looking at, at your spiritual life and, and developing those spiritual disciplines. There's a lot of times when things aren't going well, where we kind of break down and analyze like why, but um, we also need to do that when things are going well, um, you know, and, and that's a little bit of um, preventative measures in that regards. Um, the other part I would say is, you know, what what guardrails, what um, accountability systems do you have set up in place? Um, you know, uh, one thing that I'm pretty open about is I'm in therapy. I've been in therapy for a while. Um, you know, I was originally in therapy when my parents got divorced years ago, and then ministry got me back into therapy. <laughs> go figure, ministry. <laughs> yeah, go, go figure. But, um, you know, I, I meet with uh, my therapist m- at least monthly. And when things are really chaotic, we, we meet more than that, you know. Um, 
And, and so I think we have to be okay um, just having those measures up. Um, well, let me, let me say that one thing to that, because I think there's a lot, and again, this is from a guy's perspective, but I think there's a lot of times when guys think that I can't go see a counselor. I don't need to go talk to someone about this. And I'll be honest. I mean, literally I've, I've gone to see a counselor on and off. There was a period of time, a three-year period of time where I saw a counselor almost twice a month, sometimes just once a month, but I would go see him. And I mean, I felt so much better talking and having him help me process things out. I, again, and he helped me with strategies and whatnot. So if you're, th if, if going to counseling is a barrier for you, you got to get over that because it is so helpful for people uh, to do that. Yeah. Especially um, if you have trouble processing things, right? Like, and so uh, what I tell people, my, my therapist doesn't necessarily give me strategies and, and it, there's so many different types of therapy too, which we won't get into, but like what, um, Jesse, my therapist helps me with is she allows me to just process things loud, asks questions, and we come to clarity around those different things. And so having a therapist really helps. Um, one of the things I know I need to work on, I, I've had um, spiritual directors throughout my career, but I know I, uh, that's another thing. And that goes back to the relationship you have with God, like who is there um, to offer, you know, um, prayer strategies and advice and, you know, hold you accountable to whether you're talking with God. And you can do that with accountability partners, but having a spiritual director is definitely uh, key in that regards. And, and so I would say those two people are, are two important people to have in your life, in addition to friends and family that can um, help you check that engine light and, um, and make sure that uh, everything, again, under the hood is good. So... Yeah, and I think there's a lot of times, again, as church leaders uh, and ministers, you know, there, there's only so much you can share with other people. And so one of the reasons why I like going to see a counselor as well is I can just unload on this person and dump on this person and they will hear me out and help me really process through the stuff. Again, I can't go to an associate pastor or somebody right. else within my church because then they feel like you're your dog in the church or, or whatnot. There's a lot of complications. This guy, I'm paying, I'm getting it off my chest, and they're really helping me with that. So I, I really think that it's really helpful to do that. Definitely, definitely. You know, and another thing I think, you know, and, and this is a lot of self-care that we need to do, but, um, you know, no matter what your position is in the church, um, uh, whether you're working with people or just you're a part of the the admin staff there is I think we have to recognize the fact that everyone is approaching this and not just the pandemic, but everyone's approaching where we are in life differently. And you might be convict, uh, convinced, right, Tom, that, you know, this is the best thing in the world. You know, we're no masks. We're able to go out, you know, all this kind of stuff. While you might have a coworker who is like, oh my gosh, we're moving too soon. People are being careless. Not everyone's vaccinated. Like, what are we going to do? And you could get into a really good argument on who's right or who's wrong, but it's it, it's like one of those things that um, I think are you know like our parents tell us is is it about being right at that moment or is it about having peace? Is it about being like right in that situation um, and proving your points, or is it about harmony? And um, because it one of the things that we should have learned in this past year is that um, you know whether it's things like masks or serious systemic issues like racism and everything like that, if we become polar polarized, 
we're not going to progress anywhere. And it doesn't matter if you're right or wrong. We're just not going to grow healthy. In, in, in. And so it's really learning, um, again, how to listen, how to empathize with people and how to walk with people so that people can do those things with you too. Yeah. I think it's what I think Covey says this of uh, seek first to understand rather than be understood. Mm -hmm. If we just mm -hmm. took that mindset to, to understand someone where they're coming from, again, just because I feel a certain way doesn't mean that someone else doesn't. And it, I love what you just said about that. It's so true. And if we just sit and listen and just not try to push our stuff on other people, we're going to be in such a better place overall. Um, and it's going to help us in, in, in healthy ways, uh, again, beyond just the, the COVID stuff. Um, uh, go ahead. You were going to say something. Yeah. And I was going to say, as you look at your ministry schedules for the next year, you know, um, try to tone down the pro programmatic stuff, the events, right. And just figure out how you can be present with people, yeah. you know, and, and I know that's what we were doing for the last year, but we have to do a, at least another year of that. Um, because I don't know what the world is going to look like, you know, in the next couple of months, but I know that people still need Christ and, and they need relationships. And so um, before you get lost in all the event planning and, and things like that, just ask yourself this question, how am I spending time with, with the people I've been called to, to lead? Yeah, I, I love that mindset because uh, um, I saw something on Twitter the other day. Some guy said, uh, for the next six months, every Sunday will be someone's first Sunday coming back. And they said for the next six months, at least every Sunday will be that. And it's so true because we're all going to be on different things. And it's all about the connection. It's all about the community. Um, and you want to set up that times where you can just be there with people and connect with people. My theme this summer for our student ministry is the summer of connection. You know, we mm -hmm. want it to be, that's our theme. So anything that we do, we want to promote connection. So we're, we're less on program and we're more on just provi providing opportunities that, for them to connect. Like we're going to do an ice cream social just for, just for fun. There's going to be no message tied to it or anything like that. It's just an opportunity for kids to get out and mm. be together and connect in, in friendly ways and get reacquainted with each other. I mean, re relearn who they are. So. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. No, that's awesome. Um, you, you had mentioned self-care and think about that. Are there some self-care things that we can be doing right now or questions that we can be asking ourselves as we kind of move on to a, a new stage? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. Um, you know, a couple of those things are, um, one, you know, I always look at time, right? How are you spending your time? You know, um, uh, if you are just completely exhausted at the end of the day and you find yourself just immersing yourself in binge watching television or, you know, um, maybe some type of activity that you're not too proud of sharing and everything, um, you really got to ask yourself, okay, am I overworking? Am I just exhausting myself so much that even in my free time, I can't recover, right? Like Tom, I don't know if you've had those weeks where you hit the weekend and you're so tired that you, um, don't even get rest on the weekend because you're sleeping and then Monday rolls around and you're like, Oh my gosh, I need another weekend, you know, or I need another vacation and, and things like that. So I think we really um, in, in self-care have to look at the time and say like, okay, when, when am I going to go to bed? When am I waking up? You know, am I stepping away from the screen or the desk for lunch? You know, am I sitting down if you're, you know, if you have a family, um, you know, that you live with like, are you sitting down to enjoy time with them? Like, what does time well spent look like 
in your household and, and, and you know, really protect that and, and really evaluate that. I think, oh, go ahead. No, no. Uh, no I, I agree <clears throat> completely with that because where I've gotten into the problems is that I just, because I have a laptop, I just carry my laptop everywhere. So I'm watching TV and I'm working. I can't even enjoy TV because I just, I've gotten into so many unhealthy habits that over COVID, when you were working like nonstop because you're trying to catch up and try to figure out all this online stuff, I've gotten so many, I'm trying to say, no, I got to shut the dang computer and just watch TV and be okay with that, you know? Yeah. And the other part of it too is I think we've forgotten how to play. Yes. Right? Like, you know, everything is about work and even the stuff that's play has become about work. Um, One thing I haven't really talked a lot about over the years is there was a point where blogging, um, I started to hate it because what it was a, a hobby of mine when uh, Marathon Youth Ministry started out. And then it felt like work, right? I, was, I got caught up in the SEOs and the keywords and all those kind of things. And I, I basically hit a point where I was just like, I don't care about analytics. And so when people ask me about analytics of the blog, I'm like, I don't know, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know and, and I don't care about that because I missed writing so much. Mm-hmm. And I think we have to look at and ask the question, like, what do we do in our free time? What does play look like? So one thing that's been helpful, Tom, for me is um, pretty much um, every day for about an hour, hour and a half, I get my butt kicked by my 11 year old son in Xbox. You know, Um, he keeps getting better. I don't because (laughs) he's practicing more than I do, which is a whole nother conversation. But I enjoy that playtime so much because I know I'm never going to be a professional gamer. I know that like, um, it's not something I brag about, but I get to spend time with my son doing something fun. And, um, and, and so I think a huge part of self-care that we overlook is when do you get to play? Yeah, no. And I think by you doing that, you're setting a, a great example for your son, uh, and your family that down the road, I mean, remember when dad did this with us, that was such a mm-hmm. valuable time for us. And again, it's something simple, but I love it. You, I love what you just said. You've, we've forgotten how to play sometimes. And I, I'm right there. Mm-hmm. I am struggling mightily right now to figure out what I love to do and not where it's not considered work. Everything's work for me now. And I, I got to get out and I got to do some, some things. So this is really encouraging for me to hear. Well, as we kind of wrap up, um, because I know we could dig into this a lot, but as we kind of wrap up a little bit, what how, what kind of encouragement would you give to us um, and to explore this some more? Don't don't hold this in. You know, um, if you are feeling like you're going crazy and the world's going crazy and you don't know what to do, find someone that you trust and just you know ask them to listen and, and pray 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 with you. I mean, just seriously, like the last thing you want to do is just hold on to this. And, and so I would encourage you to to definitely reach out. And if you're not sure how to get started with like things like therapy or whatnot, call your insurance company, you know, um, you know, um, you know, I'm sure there's tons of resources out there. You can reach out to us at marathonyouthministry.com. We'd be more than willing to explore those opportunities with you. But the last thing you want to do is to deal with this on your own, um, because when you're dealing with this on your own, it is impossible to overcome some of these challenges that we face. Yeah, and Chris and his team at Marathon Youth Ministry are, are great. They have a lot of different resources out there. So are, do you have anything coming up right now, Chris, that, uh, that you want to highlight? 
Um, yeah, just uh, over the summer, we're um, starting to put uh, together plans for our fall cohorts. Uh, these ministry cohorts are for leaders who um, want to learn some of these hard skills and soft skills um, to build different ministries. We talk a lot about leadership formation and development. And so um, you can, in the meantime, go to marathonyouthministry.com, subscribe to our newsletter, um, and uh, we'll send you some updates and content there. But no, other than that, Tom, just trying to take the summer to uh, catch up on these on this tan that I can never get because I'm such a pale, <laughs> pale person, but uh, no, we're, we're good otherwise. Well, you got to go to some uh, Yankee games uh, and you know, now that we can go to the games again. So um, I, I have plans to go see the Nats play a few times uh, this summer. So that'll be, that'll be fun for me. Hey, we just talked about mental health. I don't know if I can see the Yankees right now. So you know. <laughs> That's great. Well, definitely I'll have all your links in the show notes. So Chris, as always, I wish I could talk to you a little bit longer today, but I really appreciate you taking time to spend with me today. Anytime, Tom. Always good to see you, man. All right. So there you have it. My conversation with Christopher Wesley. It's always great to talk to him. And again, if you want to keep on getting these kind of conversations uh, coming to you every other week, uh, definitely subscribe to it. I got it on iTunes and Spotify. And then the other, every other weeks, I've got the Digital 5 show um, where I talk about digital tools and trends uh, for five minutes. And it's a, just a cool little quick tip. Um, you can get that at iTunes and Spotify and on YouTube. Actually, all my content that I have is on ymsidekick.com. So if you want to get all this stuff, subscribe to it. Go to ymsidekick.com and you can get information like this on a regular basis. But I would love to hear your thoughts on what Chris shared and, and what we talked about, about your mental health and how to take care of yourself now that we're coming out of COVID. So definitely go on Twitter. Uh, I live on Twitter, so I love Twitter, and I hope you love Twitter too. But go on Twitter and uh, hit me up at TA Pounders, my Twitter handle, and you can share your thoughts, and your comments, or you can just simply email me, tom at ymsidekick.com. I would love to talk to you a little bit more about this. Uh, and carry on this conversation. Well, all right, heroes. Well, thanks so much for joining me. As always, you can subscribe to it, as I talked about just a minute before. But uh, I will have more of these conversations coming up throughout the summer. So I'd love for you to stay in tune with that. If you've got ideas, hit me up, Tom at ympsychic.com with any ideas. Or again, you can message me on Twitter or any other social platform. I'd love to talk to you a little bit more about that. All right, heroes. Well, I hope you have a great rest of your day, a great rest of your week. And until next time, have a great one.